most everybody, it seems, on Earth knows the Christmas movie classic, A Christmas Story. But a lot of people don't know the story or an element of the story behind this movie classic. I'm going to tell you that and reveal a surprise that serendipitously brings this whole thing together. It's pretty cool. And I'll get to it right after the music. You're listening to 7-Minute Stories with Aaron Califato. This is Season 4. Growing up, the sound of the radio was so prominent, it was like another member of the family. It was going in my room. I had this little boombox. I would listen to AM radio, FM radio. At my dad's house especially, he had the radio going all the time. News radio, radio in the evening. My grandmother, same thing. Radio, Larry King at night. This was just a thing that we did. Now, I didn't realize not everybody did this, but you have to be part of a radio culture to really get what I'm saying here. Maybe you have a grandparent or a dad or a mom that listens to news radio, and it's just constantly it's constantly going. Sometimes you tune in, sometimes you don't, but it's just there, almost like a warm blanket. Now, my dad listened to the radio all the time, and especially at night. I mean, picture this, it's after dinner, seven o'clock, maybe there's some coffee or some tea on, it's a Friday night and you just hear the radio going. And a lot of the times there'd be amazing programs on national public radio or on the BBC and they would have theater and they would have performances. And as you get later in the evening on the radio dial, the programming gets a little weird. Now I am part of that crew, the overnight crew. This is like from probably 11 PM to like four in the morning crew. If you know, you know, if you've ever listened to Coast to Coast back in the day with Art Bell or Coast to Coast with George Norrie, I think that's still going right now. Now, they are a bit bizarre, but they're also really interesting. But it wasn't just, you know, alien invasions and conspiracy theory stuff. There was, for a long time, overnight radio hosts and a few of them who did it really well, who would captivate audiences with their storytelling. One of these guys was a guy named Gene Shepard. And Gene Shepard started his radio career in Cincinnati. So shout out to Ohio. And then he moved over to WOR New York and he captivated a large audience there. And what did this guy do? He literally did like a variety show. He did a comic routine, but a lot of it was just like him telling stories. Some of them fictionalized, a lot of them with kernels of truth, but based on his life growing up in the Midwest, in Indiana. And he would tell these stories about everyday stuff with the kind of a wry, humorous, sarcastic wit. And it was really insightful. And at the time, no one really did that. It wasn't like regular radio programming. It was just like this dude talking to you and taking you on a journey, kind of like what I'm trying to do right now. Now, when I grew up and I heard the reruns of this, they would rerun a lot of these on different AM stations. I was like, this is amazing. Who is this dude? And by the time I became an adult and aware of what I wanted to do with my life, it was 1999 and Gene Shepard had passed away. Well, another thing, as you know, that is a huge part of my life is Christmas and Christmas movies. And for years, I always loved a Christmas story. It's like a staple. One, the Cleveland connection, all that kind of stuff. Well, a lot of people, and I was one of these people until probably about 10 years ago, who didn't even make the connection, didn't realize the story behind the Christmas story, which is... 
that the original story, which was adapted into a film called A Christmas Story, directed by Bob Clark, and is the movie we see every year, was based on a story that Gene Shepard told on late night radio. It was also in print as well, but he would tell this every Christmas. And the original title of that story was Duel in the Snow or Red Rider Nails the Cleveland Street Kid. And Gene would tell this story on Christmas Eve for years. But wait, there's more. And some of you know where this is going. He is the voice of the narrator in A Christmas Story. He is that familiar voice that we always quote. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. That whole thing. It's funny because it's one of the most recognizable voices of all time. But we really only hear it in the mainstream in that movie. And I never questioned. I never wondered, like, whose voice is that? (laughs) I was just like, it's a great voice. It's a great storyteller. It's just a narrator guy. Didn't know the story behind the story, which is that's his story. And for him to be able to narrate that and become part of the tapestry for a global audience is amazing. And it gives me hope as a storyteller. Because look, if you do what I do, if you do what Gene Shepard did and tell independent, grungy stories between you and your audience, you know you have the hope of building a community of listeners who love that kind of art, that form of storytelling. You know you can build that community if you're lucky. And I have been. And I'm eternally grateful for you. But you also know there's probably a cap on your mainstream success only because the mainstream requires, usually, a compromising of the art. And I'm not willing to compromise these stories. And in a lot of cases, Gene Shepard wasn't willing to compromise his stories either. This dude told thousands and thousands and thousands of stories to a radio community that none of us have heard. It just shows what that journey to the mainstream is like. But what's really cool is that one, just one of his stories with a little bit of luck and the strength of a story and the help of other filmmakers brought his story and his voice to a global audience. And that's amazing. I got one quick surprise and interesting thing that brings this whole thing together for you. You know the scene in the movie, the be sure to drink your Ovaltine scene, where he's got his little orphan Annie decoder pin he finally gets. He's in the bathroom. There's all this pressure. He's trying to get the secret message and he finally gets it. And it's a commercial. (laughs) Be sure to drink your Ovaltine. It's hilarious. Okay. So my wife, Corey, voice of the seven MS intros does thrifting. And by thrifting, that also means, I love you, sweetheart. That also means stopping sometimes in front of people's houses when they have trash on the Listen, she's amazing and finds like nice furniture and she like refurbishes it and sells it. So she finds this old sewing kit dresser drawer thing. I don't know what it is, but she brings it home and she goes, I was going through this and was starting to clean it and you won't believe what I found. And she holds up in her hand a 1936 vintage Little Orphan Annie decoder pin, the real thing. You can see it. It's the image in your podcast player, or you can go to 7minutestories.com and see it. And she hands it to me and says, I thought you'd love this. And I'm holding this thing in my hand, and I'm not going to lie, I got a little emotional thinking about my love of radio and Gene Shepard and his story and what I was holding in my hand and how serendipitous, how cool that was. 
I hope you and your family have an amazing holiday season. We're coming up on Christmas. And remember, be sure to drink your Ovaltine. Seven Minute Stories is created and performed by Aaron Califato. Our senior audio engineer is Ken Went. Our resident artist is Pete Whitehead. Original music by TJ Duke. If you or your company needs help starting a podcast, Aaron and Ken's company, Valley View, does just that. Reach out to them at valleyview.fm. Special thanks to our partners at Evergreen Podcasts, and I'm Corey Burse. Make sure to tune in next week for another story.